This is the Bright Guys Podcast, where we show up to work when we're supposed to. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerling and Max McGuire. Welcome back to another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And I am Josh Hammerling. Hey, Max, I showed up for work today. I know. I was and a I... minute late. I was a minute late. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you could have, like... <laughs> Not told me, then I would have done the show. No, and I did me, tell like, you three days later that you weren't there. I did tell you. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. And then you know, I, maybe I, not tell the important people that you oh, yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah, the country. It, I get it. I get it. I get and then it. you know, no, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's kind no, of a weird story, I, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't understand. It. Who's he reporting to? I, I'm guessing he reported the guy that's actually in charge, like Barack Obama or something. Maybe I, I he thinks know. he is the president. You're talking about you're talking about Lloyd Austin. Um, I am. It's it's a weird deal being in the cabinet and just like not telling people where you're going. I get it. He's hospitalized, but like, uh, like he has people. There, there's a notification process that has to happen. I bet you his yeah. secretary, like the secretary under the secretary, whoever his underlings are, knew he was gone. It's it's weird to not tell the White House. Um, very strange. Um, it's like working in a job 101 when you're out you tell someone but uh we'll it's okay he's the uh secretary of defense so not that important of a position you know if anything was to happen oh yeah yeah no nothing nothing and it was at the same time that biden was on vacation so that's oh yeah it's even better yeah it's even better it's even better yeah well so, we do, what's it, on tap yeah. Well, in, in the House, in the House yeah. of Representatives, we do have people who are working, but unfortunately, they're doing the wrong stuff. I mean, the title for today's podcast is That Was Fast, GOP Betraying Us Again. It looks like it's just Groundhog Day. Mike Johnson became speaker because Kevin McCarthy violated his promise. The promise was we're going to fund the government one bill at a time. And to do, in, doing, in doing so, we'll have leverage. Right. Because when the Democrats force them to vote on continuing resolutions, a continuing resolution, all that says is, hey, let's just fund the government at the current levels for this amount of time. Right. When you do that, the Democrats, they win. They get what they want because they're happy with funding level, the, the funding levels. So when you get rid of the continuing resolution and you start passing these 12 appropriation bills one by one by one, you get leverage. You get what's called the power of the purse. That's Congress being able to say, whoa, 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 we don't like this, what you're doing in, in the executive branch. We're either going to cut your funding so you can't do that, or we're going to add strings to the funding we give you so you have to do it a certain way, right? It's the power of the purse. But when you have a continuing resolution, it becomes harder to, let's say, use the power of the purse to compel the Department of Homeland Security to do something. Because then they say, okay, well, if you cut Homeland Security's budget, that means that the, the Pentagon doesn't get its money and the American soldiers don't get a paycheck. Right? Get a, get a little bit of a background noise on your end. Um, there's, there's a lot of people that are tapped in, plowing outside. I've got the oh, 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 voice oh, on. Oh, that's outside. That's outside. That's, okay. that's outside. Yeah, it's it's yeah. everybody's blowing the snow. It's practically yeah, blizzard conditions where we're at. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad you have internet. Um, so th that's that's really the the trap of the continuing resolution. You go into it saying, "Oh, it's terrible. They're letting so many people into the into the country and not apprehending them." We're gonna say that the only way 
that they get funding to pay anyone in Department of Homeland Security is if, let's say, more than 5%, because that's the number that came out this week, 5% of border apprehensions are deported in the first 30 days. That is a ridiculous number. You have, if, if you cross the border today, you have a 95% chance of being released into the country. So if you were to use the power of the purse, maybe you say you get no money for your personal paycheck, Mayorkas, unless Border Patrol deports 20% of all people that they encounter. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that, you yeah, yeah. Strings, right? But if you try and do that in a continuing resolution and the other side calls your bluff and says no, the result is, okay, well, you either st stand your ground and the government shuts down. But if you do that, then that means that, as I said, the the soldiers don't get their paychecks, right? Or Medicaid doesn't have disbursements. You know, it's always it's tied together. Yeah. It's always tied together so that there'll be pain and suffering unless you give the Democrats what you want. The way out of that is to pass bill by bill by bill, because then the only leverage you have is over one appropriations package, right? Then you can say to Jack Smith, we're cutting your funding. And if if the Democrats refuse, then the only thing that shuts down is the DOJ, which is a good end in and of itself. 2002. Was that the last time we actually had a budget? Or was that 96? That was completely like... Uh, it was balanced. under Clinton. Under Clinton yeah, it was under Clinton. I thought budget, it was 96. Yeah. So that means there was there hasn't been a budget put out since 96, which means that... Well, they put out budgets. Numbers... They put out budgets, but they don't pass the budget, right? Yeah. Um. And so then they just continue the continuing resolution. So then yeah. there's just this glut of spending. It's like not just a ton of glut. I mean, it is beyond pork delicious, right? It is. It is. I don't understand how it happens. How can you just throw away your political like your leverage, Max? I mean, it's the only power they have because Republicans cannot be in lockstep. Democrats are. They they have one thing, one one yeah. thing that they could hold on to that we we voted for them to 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 leverage their power for. And we got another one today. You know, we got another continuing resolution until when did they pick? It was, I don't, it hasn't passed it. So the, the government okay. won't shut down for another 12 days, 11 days. I All think right. it's like the 19th, but they're, they're making the agreements now because between now and those 14, however many days, 12 days from now, was 12, Congress, yeah. Congress is only in session for like four of the days where the house oh. and the Senate are in session at the same time. So they have to really work hard these days. They have to strike these agreements um, because what the Senate will always do is if the House passes something the Senate doesn't like, the Senate just goes home. Yeah. Like the House will pass a bill. The Senate will say, we don't like that bill. We'll pass the bill that we like. And then the Senate goes home and then it's in the Republicans court again. And the Republicans either get to be in charge of the shutdown or acquiesce to the left's requests. Right. So when when Nancy Pelosi held power. She wielded the power mm -hmm. of the purse for Homeland Security. She would use the funding to limit how many beds you could put in in DHS detention facilities. So these are the detention facilities that um, that illegal aliens would be brought to, right? Apprehended. And so what the Democrats said is, we'll only give you X amount of money, and that money can only go towards this many beds, like 20,000, 30,000 beds. And once those beds are full, 
Oh my goodness, that the background noise. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying, man. I, I got nothing here other see, than see if you can raise RTX voice higher so that it it's it's 100. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Like, it, dude. Oh no! I'm sitting there like. Oh. So with, with the detention beds, what what they say is okay. You only get this much money, and you can only have forty thousand detention beds or thirty thousand detention beds. And what that means for Border Patrol is once you get to twenty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine detention beds that are full you only have one bed left. Now you can go over in times of emergency, but you really only have one bed left. So then every time you apprehend someone else, it's a decision. Are they worth that last bed? Or do we think someone worse is gonna come along next? Because mm -hmm. if, if you use that last detention bed for someone who let's say is a thief, right? And then the next person who comes along is a murderer. What are you gonna do? You ran out of beds. Then you start looking and say, okay, well, let's, let's actually, let's release the thief and put the murderer in. Well, then you have a bunch of murderers, but then someone comes, he's a, he's a, he's a mass murderer. He's a serial killer. And they start saying, well, I have, I have all these murderers, but what if I, how about I release a murderer and put the serial killer in his place? Cause he's worse. That's what they end up doing. Not that bad. I mean, they figure out a way to keep the murderers behind bars, but it's a balancing act as they get to the end of their allotted detention beds it's a balancing act to decide whether the next person they apprehend is good enough or bad enough to justify it pelosi wielded the, that that hammer you know she she had a ton of of power that she wielded and what's crazy is nobody paid attention to how she did it nobody understood the things that she was was doing and then we can't even emulate that a little bit we we, we can't even exercise a unrestraint and to to wield the power i mean it i often thought that democrats all work together because you know maybe somebody started an island and they they have to you know do a bunch of things so they, they yeah. have to fall in lockstep right they all, they all have timeshares they all have timeshares on the island right so it's yeah. not hard to get them all on board and on the republican side i haven't seen more confusion i mean it's not just confusion but it's completely being useless it's, it's nearly feckless what they do and and often they just agree with the other side and, and they just move on. And we don't yeah. want a government shutdown, right? But we, you, you do have to wield that, that hammer, that gavel so important to be able to, to swing around and say, this isn't happening. I mean, it, Max, I don't even know what's happening in the Republican Party anymore. They, they Once they give power, they give it right back. I, I don't even give know right if back. there is... It, is there a party worth voting for? Give it right back. I mean, they I, have they have a one or two vote majority right now, which means that everyone has to show up and no and and you can't afford a single absence in order to pass anything. And you have more Republicans now saying, you know what, not for me. I'm going to retire in swing districts where they had won multiple times. That's them saying that they don't want Republicans to be in power, right? They were in it. They they were down with being in power as long as they didn't have to actually do anything right the minute that they start being held accountable and forced to vote on the things that they promised to do you start seeing them all start retiring right and and you mentioned why is it that nancy pelosi is able to do it she has a ton of help from the media right yeah. donald trump fun. can go in and say i want a border wall or nothing and nancy pelosi can say well you take take it or leave it and even though her bill guts the detention facilities right they the media will say well it's trump shutdown if trump doesn't pass it it's his shutdown even though nancy went home and isn't negotiating it's on trump 
So they the media sides with the Democrats, no matter what, no matter what. There's never yeah. a shutdown that they actually put on the Democrats um, in, fr- in front of the Democrats. They never do it. It's always the Republicans' <clears throat> fault. There was a point I was going to make about how it's so easy to use something like this to turn it into a twofold attack on Republicans, right? In the media, suddenly now, look how useless you are. Why would you vote for these people? Why would you even continue with this? Join our side. And and the second part of that attack is, is that anything that might be on the conservative or Republican agenda never, ever happens because they're so busy sticking with just trying to fix the, the continuing resolutions, right? That there's no time to actually do the work of the people, right? There's no time that they can spend trying to, to, to negotiate, right? Trying to make changes. Once one side has unilateral power, which is essentially what you're kind of seeing here. Yeah. Why have two chambers? I mean, why have the house divided at that point? There's just one group making decisions for the whole country. Yeah, and no. then what do you do? I mean, who do you vote for? I mean, as the as a voter, who do you you jump to? Who who do you end up being a part of? And there's there's nobody protecting that that really conservative yeah. voice anymore. There's nobody yeah. out there doing our work. And and this is where I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. Obviously, yeah. uh, we've got lots of criticisms from Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House. I think he he meant well going into this, but I think the realities mm-hmm. of the job revealed that the calendar is structured in a way. I mean, they've been passing continuing resolutions for so long. They've structured the calendar around assuming that the government will be funded through continuing resolutions. The calendar is not structured in a way to give Congress enough days to pass each bill one by one by one, wow. 12 of them. So we covered this on our last show when they had this continuing resolution deal come. I'm going to mute your mic while I talk just because it's really, really loud. And you can unmute when you're ready. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it sounds like you're in a tunnel with just wind. Um, so what we, what we mentioned, and, and people can go back and watch it, was when he came up with this deal for a temporary continuing resolution that would, uh, that would fund the government through January 19th, I think was the day. Um, his intention was that Congress would have enough time in those intervening days to pass the 12 bills. The House of Representatives has, the Senate has not. And what we were worried about was we looked at the calendar and we were very frank that we said there's not enough days. There's like 12 to 15 total days in that month plus period where they, they could possibly work. And of, of course, like like clockwork, they ran out, they're running out of time, right? So the schedule is not cre- is not conducive to actually doing their jobs. They've they've basically created a congressional calendar and schedule that makes it easy for them to explain why they're not doing their jobs. And remember, they also take off the entire month of August. <laughs> so when you at the end of the year when you run out of time to pass 12 bills to keep the government funding, but you took a whole month off, not to mention four or five day weekends every weekend. Um, it becomes out of time. Yeah, they deliberately ran out of time. Of course, but that's all we ever hear. Oh, we ran out of time. We couldn't do it. Republicans wouldn't step up to the plate and make a deal happen. That's the headline. That's always the, the, the talking point, right? They're the ones that, that prevented us from getting to what we needed to do. But darn it, if you just vote for us in the next election, you put us in power, we'll make sure it happens each 
and every yeah. time. It's so Mike Johnson is in control of the schedule, right? I well, mean, he's he, the... he wasn't. He he is in charge of the schedule for the next year. Him and the House okay. Majority Leader are in okay. charge of the schedule for the next year. But remember, he inherited a schedule that was created by Kevin McCarthy and his and his peeps. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was only so much he could do. Yeah, he could have forced people back in, but it, it, people you start losing support if you start forcing people to cancel family vacations and cancel trips home for holidays. Um, it's never a good look to do that. It's far better to tell everyone, hey, these are the days you have to be here, be there, rather than saying you no longer have Christmas, right? It, it's it's a lot harder to get that done. You can technically do it, but you're going to lose support when you do it. Um, but you got to be strong. Year, he has power. Yeah, he's got the power. Change the calendar. You know, if, if you and I took a month off from our lives and work like that, we, we'd be broke, right? I mean, why do they get... To have an entire month off. I know they're supposed to talk to their constituents, right? They're supposed to go home and get the feel for it. But there's stuff going on in their lives that I'm fairly certain they have a finger on the pulse of what their people want. So why are you not working? Why are you not putting in the hours every day? Why? I don't get August off. Why should they? You know, why are we 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 slaves to this schedule that that is not conducive to actually getting work done? Whether you're pushing, you know, pushing bills or legislation legislation on all sides. I mean, it's just, I would love to have a congressional job. I, pandemic, I'd be so lazy. The pandemic did show that they can work remotely. I mean, that was something they said they could do. They weren't as productive, but even if they're home for a month in August, you say, hey, we really need to have a committee meeting to mark up this bill. Can everyone please just get on for an hour on, on a Zoom call, whatever, and set it up in the rules to allow that? Um, they could do it. It, it, but it requires the planning. It requires the foresight to vote on it beforehand. And when you have two parties that are that only want to do things one way, the last thing they're going to do is jump through hoops to change the calendar to do things the way they don't want to do. That yeah. also takes away from their time off, right? It, he won't do it. I mean, I don't think he will. I think he should. But again, he's not. They're not going to change the schedule, Mac. Nothing's really going to change. If we were to put carbon cop like two copies of the old schedule with the new schedule that Johnson puts out for the year, I bet you they're almost identical. I bet you they're almost identical. Right? I, and, I bet and, you they're almost identical. And and here's the thing: like, there are some good things that Mike Johnson did in the continuing resolution. He went after some um, discretionary spending that the government had been using to fund things that Congress didn't really approve. So that has largely gone away. But in getting this CR, I just want to talk about some of the big issues that he completely caved on so far, right? The FBI is getting $300 million for a new building. After With everything going on in the FBI, with how desperately someone needs to go in there and clean house and hold people accountable, you would think the last thing on the agenda should be to give them $300 million for a brand new office headquarters. There was that whole push in the Senate blocking military um, confirmations over the Biden administration policy to pay for abortions for people in the military and to fly people around the country to get abortions if they happen to live or be deployed in a state that bans it. Mike Johnson has paid completely for that program. He's allowed that program to completely stay uh, funded. He's completely funded transgender surgeries in the military. Didn't even try to cut that out. Has given more money to Ukraine than before. 
Ukraine spending has gone up, right? And the warrantless surveillance of Americans that we, we've seen involved in the FISA abuse that quite literally um, hamstrung and, and tied Trump's hands behind his back for four years. The abuses we saw got extended. That authority has been extended for Tended warrantless again. surveillance. So it's not just that he's funding at current levels. He's keeping really bad programs and policies and strategies in place that he and other Republicans have campaigned and promised that they wouldn't do it. And that's why the continuing resolution is terrible. How do you go after the FBI's building when it's tied to every other cent that the federal government needs to, to stay operational, right? How do you go after transgender surgeries in the military when if you don't pass the entire bill, there's no Coast Guard? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's, no, there's no food stamps. They tie everything together to make it as painful as possible to change anything. And then the other side says, nothing. We're doing it just as before. No changes. Otherwise, you're responsible for everyone losing everything. That's the trap. And when you give the FBI a new building, they usually fill that with new agents. And oh, when you yeah. have a whole bunch of new agents, you've got a, a, even a larger, more bloated department going after Americans, right? I mean, yeah. I think we've shown that the, the FBI has not been doing the, their their original intended job, right, for a very yeah. long time. And the, the pain tied to everything, What? why can't Johnson use it? Why can't they... They do the same things that are done to them. Why can't they? What do they not have the meetings where they've got the elbow rub saying, hey, "You know what? Maybe we team up together this week. You know, maybe we team up on this one." Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I like to think I like to think it was because they ran out of time, but when you see him deliberately create a calendar that guarantees they run out of time, you can't pass that off on someone else, right? You can't pass it off on someone else, and yeah. That build that new FBI building is going to get filled with a lot of new agents. And guess what? It's not going to be like like the Treasury building in D.C. where you could technically walk into the lobby, go through security, walk through the lobby. Now, this is going to be a fortress. This is going to be a militarized. If you've ever gone, yeah. if you've ever gone past um, uh, NSA, if you ever driven past the NSA headquarters, it's a sprawling campus with military guards out front, big fence all secure it's going to be one of those it's going to, they're going to yeah. take this land it's not going to be the people's building it's mm. going to be a building that is as inaccessible as it could possibly be unless you happen to be arrested and it's going to be used exclusively to target us and and i i, I want to show you um the other like we talked about the other things that they're funding not just funding the fbi they're also continuing to fund the january 6 prosecutions and they're continuing to fund Jack Smith's witch hunt against Trump. And this week, the U.S. attorney in charge of the January 6th prosecutions made a stunning announcement that his office is going to be going beyond only prosecuting the people who entered the building and begin prosecuting people who were outside of the Capitol on January 6th in what they determined to have been an unauthorized zone. Josh's eyes are wide as hell. Let's play what the heck is an unauthorized zone? We'll How am I supposed we'll to go address my grievance? Dude, I'm... We'll mm. talk about it. We'll talk about it. Here, here we go. Here's this clip. Inside of the building, an important note when it comes to our prosecutions about those who remained outside the building. 
we have used our prosecutorial discretion to primarily focus on those who entered the building or those who engaged in violent or corrupt conduct on capital grounds. But if a person knowingly entered the restricted area without authorization, they had already committed a federal crime. Make no mistake, thousands of people occupied an area that they were not authorized to be present in in the first place. I don't need your effing permission. I don't need your permission. Who are you to say what is an unauthorized zone or not? Yeah. Well, I also, was how do people know an unauthorized zone when the barricades have been torn down, thrown off to the side? If you get there 20 minutes later and you didn't see barricades get torn down and yeah. thrown to the side, how do you know it's an unauthorized zone? You it's, don't. It's, it's not yeah, something yeah. where where you, where you have like you have like uh, the ability to see this in real time. It, it's it's not virtual reality. Like you, you can't just see these these bubbles that they say you can't go in. Um, there were a lot of people who showed up to the Capitol in the tail end of it, saw cops holding open the door and walked yeah. inside, and they were charged with unlawful entry into a restricted building. But the cops were holding the door open for them. Right. A couple of those cases had been dismissed yeah. by lawyers who yeah. were smart enough to say, hey, the cops opening, holding the door opening, gesturing them come in, come can't in. say that they have no right to be there. They were they were welcomed. Right. It's like the old it's like the old uh, Dracula mythology. Yeah. That he, can't, he can't enter a home unless you welcome him into the home. Um, they were many of these people were seemingly welcomed in by cops who were gesturing them to come in, holding open the door, which is the universal international sign of and enter come on in um arbitrary and magical sounds like those those zones were yeah. arbitrary and magical and what changes that is it uh the you, uh the zone is a uh cell phone tower so you can't be within the cell phone tower but those things are huge 20 plus yeah, miles talk about that i mean i don't understand it max at, at what point could you go down and protest the federal government now because every time you protest you you would be committing a crime Although there's a bunch of uh, Palestinian protesters out there that are taking over all kinds of of uh, state houses, right? And no, they're not no, being they don't charged get, with they anything. Don't get charged. They don't get and they're charged they're being. I mean, they were spray painting uh, one of the memorials the other yeah. night in D.C. Yeah. Huh. with green paint. It's a federal crime. That that should be the what the ten thousand dollar fine or whatever it was in the ten years. It's it Something is ironically that right. It's ironically the same crime that many J sixers were charged with, which is destruction of federal property. Right, but it only gets charged one way, Josh. I mean, I just went to my phone and looked, and Google Maps has me next door, right now. Yeah, it's off Those by are, about it's... it's off by about thirty feet. Now that's here in the suburbs where I live. When you're in D.C., we've talked about this before on the show. When you're in D.C. and there's a hundred thousand people all in that one area, that cell tower is having a really hard time triangulating everyone's position. It doesn't have enough ports for that many people to use the cell tower at the same time. That's why if you're ever at a rally on the National Mall, mm -hmm. it's really hard to get a cell service and call someone. I also believe that government, uh, FBI, and et cetera, I also believe that they restrict that cell access in a lot of ways sure. to stop people from using cell phones for bombs or, or attacks sure. or anything like that. Um, so it's very hard to get cell service. But we know that they're using cell GPS data to say that someone was in a restricted area. So in a, in a circumstance where one inch one way is legal, one inch one way is illegal, 
and the GPS data says that someone is at this point in a 50 foot radius. That's all they, that's as accurate as they can give it. They're still using the cell data to argue that they are in a restricted area. Right. Yeah. And did anybody use those, uh, those, um, things that gobble up the cell data, like, uh, what do they call it? Sharp rate or the snoopers, right? Essentially the sniffers, what they do is they take your cell tower, they, they run it through theirs and then they send it over to the, uh, Oh yeah. Distribution tower. You can also spoof. You can also spoof. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you get someone to log in, um, to a different, like what you said that yeah. you can, you can spoof the GPS location. I mean, people right. used to do that for the old Pokemon go. Well, it's actually still around but Pokemon go yeah. app when they had certain Pokemon that could only be caught in one region. Yeah. They would spoof their GPS to make it think it was in a different country. So you could get those opportunities. Yeah. Um, GPS data is not sacrosanct. It's not perfect. You, it, when inches right. matter, GPS data cannot, especially in a crowd that big with with cell towers that overloaded, GPS data and triangulated cell phone data cannot be the basis of these convictions. But what you just heard in that, in that uh, mm-hmm. clip is that they now plan having prosecuted almost everyone who went in the building. They now plan to prosecute everyone who was outside the building with any crime they possibly could. That is not faithfully executing the law. They have identified the people they want punished, and they are going to go through and charge them with whatever they can charge them with to punish them. And if they were gobbling up all those cell signals, and they were most likely also listening in on the phone calls and seeing the text messages, so they were collecting evidence on these people for a crime that had even been committed, you know, the magical crime that shows up that's arbitrary in this area. So, and remember, they were also, the people. The, what? I don't want to cut you off. Remember that thought, the degrees of separation, too, with mm-hmm. these warrantless FISA warrants. The minute that they have someone in the crowd who they have determined is worthy of a warrantless surveillance, anytime they can prove he talked to someone else, that person becomes under their umbrella. So when you're in a crowd and you're talking to a bunch of people, they can presume presume that you've talked to all these people and they can start spying on them too. It's it's absolutely crazy. Go ahead, wow. sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, that would be the point because there would be no end to the web that you could create for the number of people that you could surveil after that has occurred, right? Because well, what happens if those sensitive areas become arbitrary and move, right? I mean, if you walk up and down the National Mall, it's a, it's a big place. They gobble up the information, they somewhat pin you there, and then suddenly they can create the most disgusting large surveillance state that you've ever yeah. seen. The same one that was was um, renewed, right? The same one that, that was just recently renewed. They're still using it, and they plan on using it because the next one's coming up. All the pieces in place from the last election are still there, and they're going to use the same. Because pe- people will come back, Max. If Biden, lose, if Biden wins this one and Trump loses, imagine what dc is going to look like like you could not carry with you a phone right you could not show your face anywhere anywhere in dc even the airport they would know you fly in they're seizing biometric data at these airports now have you seen that it used to be you hand them an id and they look at the id look at you and figure out whether you are who you say you are now when you're going to major airports there's a camera right in front of them and that camera Mm -hmm. is taking a picture of your face and it is then taking a scan of your ID and is determining whether you're the same person. So they're taking your biometric data without your consent 
and without really notifying you what they're doing, they're claiming that they're deleting it, right? But it never goes away. It just is like, in a database. Just like they said that they were going that they're not allowed to create a gun owner registry, right? But so what do they have? They have a gigantic building full of printed out records because every time a gun store goes out of business, they, they seize the records and they're not allowed to digitize it, um, though they are illegally doing that. This is literally a building just full of 4473 forms, full of them. Like so many, Josh, I don't know if, if I talked about this when we were still at Conserve Daily, but the, there's so much background, so many background checks forms there that the, the second story floor actually collapsed under the weight of the paperwork. They had put so many boxes of these papers, these 4473 background check forms on top of each other that it actually stressed the structural load of the building and the floor collapsed. <laughs> so that there, but that's the government, that's the government that can't keep, they're not allowed to keep those records, but they, they figured out the loophole that lets them do it. It's amazing that what they can lose and keep, right? I mean, how many records have been lost over the years? Oh, we can't find that information. We have your 40 for 73 years though. It's okay. That kind of blow. I mean, it blows my mind, but it, so here's the look of shock. But they would they would do that with such information. Why does the government need to give me permission to buy a gun somewhere? Shouldn't. It shouldn't. So shouldn't. why would you collect data like that? To leverage you? To try to maybe yeah. say, you know what? You committed a crime and now every gun in your house is a felony. Yeah. You either have to turn them over and you can never buy one again. Or, you know, we'll 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 cut for you. Yeah, no, I, uh, that is why I now try to only, like, if I buy a gun online, I used to transfer it through whoever had the cheapest transfer fee. And usually those are, like, FFLs operating on their kitchen table where they just, they operate out of their house, right? But what I found is I've bought guns through those FFLs in the past, and they've gone out of business. So now the ATF has my purchase record in that building. So I now, it, it, it goes against all of the penny pincher mentality I have. I now try to spend more money on transfers through established brick and mortar locations. I'll even go to like a Bass Pro Shop if, if that's the only one that's open, right? Because the odds of them going bankrupt or out of business or shutting down are next to nothing. Because if you start, I, I, I love supporting kitchen table FFLs, right? But if if oh, a year from now, two years from now, they say, hey, you know what? I'm not really into it. I don't think this is for me anymore. Um, they're required by law to give your background check data to the ATF. And so the ATF now knows exactly what guns you bought from them. I was looking around. I was trying to wonder if I was living in China or if I was living in Colorado. You know what I mean? I, there, are, there are the original communist states would have loved to have this kind of information ability. They yeah. would have leveraged it to a wondrous degree to make sure that they were in charge forever. And, and yet we're, we live free, you know? Well, so we you gave see, Republicans a bunch of power to get rid of that. You, you see the other news? Well, you'd never be able to live in China. They'd never let you in. Never let no, me no. in. They never let no. me in. No, I've Did already you said see, too many uh, I saw this come across the wire yesterday. I, I just finished my immigration book. And um, I keep now going back because more things keep coming out. 
And at one point, I'm just going to have to say it's done. But something just came across the wire that the Biden administration has reduced the number of questions asked of Chinese immigrants from 40 to five. So in order to prove that they weren't like communists and socialists yeah. and terrorists and bad intentions, they used to ask, ask a total of 40 questions. Now they only ask five questions. And that's just for China. It's not for every country, just for China. So like the countries that need the scrutiny the most are getting the least amount of scrutiny. Have you ever been communist? No. Do you like America? Yes. Who's the first president? George Washington. What's your favorite food? Rice. Do you love America? Sure. Welcome yeah. in. Yeah, welcome in. Good. What kind welcome. of five questions are they? I'd love to see those five questions. That's where I find them. You know, yeah, I, I would love to see that. <laughs> you know, you, you, we're just going to... I mean, does it surprise you, though? They just let a million people, 11 million people run through the border. 11 million. 11 million. I mean, that you realize how big of a number that is, folks, right? And now they're just going to let in Chinese with five questions at your local immigration office, right? Which ends up leading to citizenship. And it only takes five questions to get there. I want to. I want to hear him now. Welcome. Are Are you a U.S. citizen? No. So first it, question. Right? So so it's there's first question is about their military service, um, okay. universities, place of birth, employment, and political party. That's it. Wow. So I have. I can put this on the screen. It's gonna be a little bit. I hard answer to more see. questions in job interviews. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. Hold on. Let me. Uh, if you, yeah, if you play that again, I got. I'll, I'll <laughs> uh, share my screen. I haven't shared my screen yet today. Here we go. Um, so this is for illegal aliens caught from of Chinese ancestry. So they want to ask basic questions um, about military service, university. Apparently, they have a PDF. They want to know what region they're from. Their employment, whether they were in science, technology, medical, financial, or a government employee, and if they have connections to the political party, uh, Communist Party of China, that's it. Does Those every citizen of China have to be part of the CCP or suffer the consequences? There's I mean, that... no, there's no requirement for 100% Chinese in-depth interviews or phone downloads. So they're basically saying, don't even just bare minimum skate by. This is the minimum. Don't don't pry too much. Don't look too deep into it. This is the kind of thing where if you're only passing a Department of Homeland Security appropriations bill, you can say all money is tied to the requirement that you ask ask them all forty questions. Right? Yeah. You record That's that could be that could be the power of the purse. Yeah. That that is what they must do, and to do it any other way, all funding is forfeit. You can do that. It's a poison pill. It literally would strip the funding. Yeah. But you can't do that feasibly when the entire government is attached to it. Because then how do you tell the retiree that their Medicare is no longer working or their social security mm -hmm. checks don't work? Or tell a, a, a family living under the poverty line that they're no longer going to have food stamps. You can't do it. Or that the farmers won't get their farm aid. Or the military yeah. doesn't get right. their paychecks. Right? All these things connected, it's too many pain points to actually stand firm and say no. The only way the Democrats get away with it is because they have the media backing them up, propagandizing and telling the American people that it's, it's the Republicans' fault all along. I, I mean, Can I show you a couple other the, things? Yeah. Every time we do this show, it's like I, 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 know. I feel like it slips away more and more. We've got to have a good fighting to make it better, but 
We haven't had a good news show in a while. Yeah, and it's kind of driving me crazy. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. It's not you. It's them. Jack Smith has spent $9 million more investigating Trump than the special counsel did probing Biden. So this is something where if you had the power of the purse, mm -hmm. you could say, Jack Smith, this is your budget. You're not allowed to pay a penny more than this. And if you pay a penny more of this, the entire investigation shut down. You've spent enough, right? You can do that. Got $9 million that more. But the minute you attach that to, I don't know, in, endangered species being protected, then you have all of the butterfly protesters and the and the horn frog protesters, right? And all these animal rights activists. You, you can't link everything together because there's too many pain points. So that, and uh, we also learned that the prosecutor on Jack Smith's team is the one who shot down the FBI investigation into the Clinton Foundation in 2016. So just to show you, you how smell politicized, that? yeah, how politicized this is. If you had the power of the purse, what's this guy's name? Um, uh, Ray Holser. Ray Holser. Um, Ray Holser, you could make the power of the purse that the DOJ doesn't get a penny of funding as long as Ray Holser is employed. <laughs> you could do that. You, you could, could. You could I mean, set the power of the purse of it, that though. Ray Holser's salary is zero and not a penny can be paid to him as a contractor. You can well, do why, it. Then why don't they? Then why don't they, they tied to everything. It's tied to everything they can't. Is anybody paying attention? Do they know they can do this? That's the first question I'm going to get. Do they know they can do this? They know, but like they can't. They can't. As long as it's a continuing resolution. I'll, I'll just give more examples. Like they can't push this if it means that the air traffic controllers don't get paid. Because then we'll have planes falling from the sky. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's designed to cause so much chaos if you dare step out of the status quo of just spending, spending, spending the way they have for the last two decades. Well, then the outcome is just more of the spending and there's never, there's just going to be a giant black hole until the whole thing collapses. Yes. So do we keep riding this, this death train all the way to the end off the cliff or do we actually try to make some change and get some people to do something? And we did. We tried to elect them and they didn't do sh If if Mike Johnson could actually get them to pass each bill, then you could have those showdowns, right? Then you could have the DOJ showdown. Uh, there's no FBI. There's no DOJ. There's no U.S. Attorney's offices anywhere unless you fire Jack Smith, unless you give up your warrantless surveillance, right? They could do the, the they, they could pay the military separately and then say, okay, the rest of the Pentagon's budget not connected to military paychecks, um, you lose everything unless you stop transgender surgeries in the military. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, but you have to get to that point. You have yeah. to have the courage to stand your ground and say, no, we agreed to this. You looked at me and you said, we were going to do it this way. So I don't care if you have to stay every day from now until the 19th. We're doing it this way. Get your butts in the seats in the Senate, in the House, and let's pass some bills. Unless you have the courage to do that. You'll never be able to use the leverage because you'll be stuck in this continuing resolution cyclical pattern. God, Max, and it's 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 nothing has changed since the last election. Nothing, which means that this is just going to continue. Is this ever going to end? I mean, are Republicans ever going to actually do something about it? Because what it looks like right now is that they're going to be funded again until probably later in the summer. What I'm guessing they get three months out of this. Well. 
that's the other thing, right? So the house will pass. Let's say the house passes. Uh, okay, we'll give you house says we need another month. The Senate says, screw that. We see your month and we raise you to 12 months. And and by the way, we're going home. Balls in your court. Agree to 12 months or it shuts down tomorrow. That's what they do every time. So what you need is you need a a House of Representatives, a Speaker of the House, who has the cojones, the chutzpah, as you like to call it. (laughs) The cojones, as I call it. To hand oh. over that, hand over that one month extension. If it has to be, it has to be. Hand over the one month extension, and literally walk out. Right, then do literally it. Walk out, but you can't adjourn. Balls. You can't adjourn because then the president can have uh, can appoint people into positions without them needing to be confirmed. Right, so you have to keep someone there to gavel in, but you have to have the cojones to say nope. We're doing what you do to us all the time. Here's the bill. Take or leave it. We're going home. If it shuts down, it's on you. Well, when does that happen? Who's going to do it? It has to happen Who's right now. Who's leading the charge? If it's, if it's going to happen, it has to happen right now. It does. And do you see anybody uh, circling the wagons on this one? No. Anybody coming on TV saying this is what no. needs to happen? No. Has Anybody put any tweets out that you've seen? Because I'm on Twitter all the time, and I haven't seen anything saying, "Hey, it's time to actually get what we want." We got a lot of angry, angry Republicans. That I mean, that's what we get. We get the story about how Republicans just, uh, you know, they're mad it didn't, nothing happened, but nothing happened. It's yeah. amazing how long Democrats have been leveraging this against Republicans. Thirty years, yeah, at least thirty years. And this is like a tumble, man. I mean, the economy is going to be in a tailspin if we don't do anything about it. Taxes and inflation are terrible. And then we've got this. Plus, we've never had a retraction in the size of government ever. No. Certainly not in my lifetime. And then if people can't pay those taxes, right, if they don't have the resources to start funding all this stuff, eventually somebody will have to slash them. I was, uh, obviously I got my hair cut today yeah. and, uh, a wonderful black woman cutting my hair. We're talking. And then as we're talking, I'm realizing, Ooh, she doesn't like the government either. Let's see if I, let's see if we can, we can build some bridges here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's talking and she's like, yeah, I've started gardening. I don't trust them. I, I don't trust them. I'm building my own, growing my own food, storing my own water. And she, and she's like, they're lying to us. They're saying the economy's getting better. Hell no, it isn't. Mm-hmm. I used to have people coming in for haircuts every month. Now they're coming in for haircuts every three months because they're cutting back. They're asking me to cut it shorter and they're waiting longer until they get cut again. Meanwhile, I do that. I get like four haircuts a year. <laughs> That's me. Um, yeah. uh, and she's like, if the economy was getting better, I'd see my clients more often. They're lying to us. They're lying to us. Yeah. And then she yeah. said to me something that uh, I've never heard someone else say to me, especially not a Democrat. She, she said, and they're trying to make us all hate each other. They're trying to make us hate everyone except for them. When the only people yeah. we should be hating are them. And she said, if you think it's bad now, though, just wait and see how bad it's going to be when people really get hungry. Not yeah. just bitching and moaning about it costing 15% more to buy groceries or 25% or 30% more. Mm-hmm watch how bad it gets when people actually get hungry and watch how fast neighbors turn on neighbors 
and friends turn on friends just to feed themselves. And she's like, that's, and then at the end she says, yeah. and that's why I'm growing a garden. I'm like, I think you're going to need more than a garden. I think you're going to need more than a garden, but it's a good first step. <laughs> and I mean, we see that on the wall. We see the writing on the wall. We, 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 it, it's happening to us. You know, there's yeah. always that, that, that Waffle House gauge. If Waffle House is closed, you know something's yeah. bad, right? Well, you know, the hairstyle thing. You know, maybe we start a gauge there. If there's nobody getting their haircuts, that means there's no disposable income. You're doing it yourself. Which means people don't have money for anything as their taxes skyrocket, right? So what are they going to do? And, and imagine how people, easily people, how easily you can manipulate people once they're hungry, right? Once you get them in a position of weakness, manipulating groups, it's easier and easier. And it's easier to create a boogeyman for those groups, right? It's easier to start painting your enemy as that. And then once that happens, you are just one step away from saying, it's time to go take it. Yeah. Go take it. And we've seen sure. what happens in other places and cultures and times when suddenly somebody has a lot and nobody has anything or nobody's got anything at all. I mean, they eat themselves. I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. A, a society will eat itself. And then, I mean, who's going to be there to stop anybody from trying to roll over the borders? Who's going to be there to try to stop anybody attacking the the U.S.? There will be no one left, right? No They'll one. be too busy eating themselves alive. And maybe that maybe you've just touched on the goal, right? I think you know you you've kind of set this up that they want to eat, they want our us eating ourselves alive, and they want yeah. to pick up the pieces that are left, and then just a new form of government. Maybe somebody rolls in. I mean, that's how dictatorships happen. That's how yeah. how um, communism yeah. ends up creeping in to yeah. to and, societies and listen this wasn't my theory this was kim nice little hairdresser yeah. she's brilliant <laughs> she knows it right no and and and, and she she's, sees it she struck me as a democrat i didn't ask her how she yeah. voted but she struck me as a democrat you know how bad it has to be to get a democrat to to leave like to go that far out because the whole democrat party their whole purpose is to and i was telling her i said how stupid do they think we are I said the dumbest thing I've ever seen is Joe Biden saying, "Look around. This is Bidenflation. This is this is Bidenomics. You're welcome. You're welcome." I'm like, "How dumb is he?" Like the fact that his whole campaign is that things are good and you're just too stupid to realize it. I don't think that's going to be a winning message at all. Um, and all those environmental regulations are throwing on top of it, trying to shift Tyler to EV would mean yeah. that the gas and oil industry, the very lifeblood of our economy and, and, and what we, we like would goes away. I mean, they are completely reimagining, reconfiguring the United States every time they do something, yeah. you know, every one of those, those legislative acts means it's you're sacrificing something. Yeah, and it's no. going away. I mean, I love having strong energy in the United States. I love it. There's jobs. There's cheaper gas. Yes. You know, there, there's independence. Certainly. And people prosper from the, the, the oil industry. They do. But, you know, they've got this cloud over them saying, this is all you're destroying the environment. No, there's no proof that the environment's global warming or whatever it is is even real. Or but that's been that the tagline to, to destroy if, us. Or that if we never used fossil fuels again, that it would fix it. Right? I mean, that's the other side of it. One um, volcano farts and it I puts know, out more stuff than we everything in history, time. right? I know. Ever combined in one volcano. And also like really bad stuff too, like sulfur and 
and other really bad gases too that we don't put out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, we're, almost, we're almost out of time. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts? We we do have to have a we do have to have a a good news episode soon. We do because um, every time we do this, I'm I'm walking away angrier and angrier. I know. And every time I do this, I'm I'm looking for some hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when I a, see it might take us a while, but we gotta we gotta look and find some good news. <laughs> when's the last time you saw the our elected leaders do what we asked them to do? Look at it. Watch. If they haven't done it in a year or in 12 months or in a decade, yeah. maybe it's time to think about who you're putting in office. Maybe it's time yeah. to think about what party party you're supporting, right? Yeah. Because they've proven they don't love us, they don't like us that they only need us for our tax dollars and they're willing to make us hate each other. I don't know who your hairdresser is, but like, I want to send her flowers for that. <laughs> Cause it's I, true. I, I got her card. I got her card and I'm, I'm going back to Kim. Yeah. I, I'd send all her business to her. Cause she's wise. I, I don't even think that this is the best haircut I've ever gotten, but I'm going back to Kim. Yeah. I'm all in on Kim. I mean, I've, I've just got to get one. I've always got a yeah, mom. Got a, this is, got a... My hair's crazy. I got, I got mad scientist hair. I don't care. I get it. I mean, you learn to live with it, right? <laughs> But that's it. Your Max. hair is we, trying we... to form dreadlocks. <laughs> Dude, it's it's trying to. You. It's like it's how it wants to be. <laughs> I can't do anything with this. Like I've been uh, trying for years trying yeah. to get that comb or something. Yeah, it just yeah. can't happen. But they just they just don't care, dude. They don't. Like they're just they don't no, care no. about us. They don't. They just don't. And and we keep giving them our power. And if we try to revolt, if we were to try to have a civil war, how fast do you think Joe Biden would send F-16s oh, to yeah. level a neighborhood? There was a peaceful protest outside the Capitol on January 6, 2021, mm. that a few people turned violent, and now they're prosecuting everyone who was there. That's that's the clip we, we played. They were, they were looking at everyone. Yeah. And if you dared step over that line, even though if you didn't know the line was there, if you stepped over the line, you're done. Um, no, and, and the purpose for that was to scare all of us into not doing anything. Yeah. Like yeah. the next time that there's a call to action like that, people are going to think twice. They say, oh, do I really want to be like the grandmother who was thrown in prison because she walked inside to use the bathroom? Like, do I, is that is that really going to be me? Josh, they're throwing journalists in prison because the journalists walked inside too, following the story. It's yeah, crazy. It just shows it's crazy. They're, they're willing to exercise their power to, to yeah. stay in power. Yeah. That's not, that's not the country we've, Apparently, that's democracy, according to Joe Biden. I don't know if it sounds like communist. Video, yeah. Right, and join us. You know, they're 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 (laughs) they deal in absolutes. They're the Sith. You know, you are the enemy. I mean, Joe's. Have you seen Joe Biden's tweets lately? Yeah. You know, January sixth was an insurrection. These people are essentially not human. They're all dangerous. Yeah. Right. The, the, The really crazy part is, you know, that it's not him. So he's he's been surround himself by the radicals and he's just the one reading the teleprompter so who are these unelected people who are these unelected people that we never chose to to represent us dragging the country down this path it's it's a mess whole thing's a mess whole thing is a mess well we're out of time but um we're gonna try and do a a good news episode josh is gonna look for good news i'm gonna look for good news and we're gonna try and do a good news episode yeah Um, and if it has to turn into holding teddy bears and yeah maybe, maybe it's gonna be farm. like gonna oh, oh look at the really cute baby sloth that was born at the zoo i mean oh, it might end up being that right. uh, <laughs> but what we'll get is it'll be something crazy like joe biden you know arrests vice president for 
X, Y, and Z. He's disbanded the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> Destroyed the Senate. I'll tell you what it's not going to be. It's not going to be a walking tour of Philadelphia. Oh, my God. It's like it's... The Walking Dead. I want to see the. Oh, of course it's well, yeah. Of course it's of not going to be. Of course we get this, right? I mean, it out, always but... happens. We... Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, play that. It's That's Walking the, Dead. Just walking through the city of Philadelphia, and people are just passed out on the floor, needles in their arms. We've seen we've seen this one before, but this is uh, we're gonna have to look beyond the major cities to find some good news. Um, because it's not good. And right, well, that's it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Lots of new people subscribed after this past week. Appreciate you. Um, we go live um monday wednesday friday so tune in for that all the links are in the description if you haven't already subscribed to the audio edition we try to make this as audio friendly as possible so you can listen as you're driving to or from work um so check that out subscribe to one of them so we can help prove the numbers for advertisers that's it for this edition of the podcast my name is max mcguire and i am josh hammerlin remember everyone the fight to take back the country is not over yet but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together see you next time see you.